one, two, one, two. Are you taking the piss out of me or what? No, I'm just testing the microphone. I do that. You never test the mic. Running with Jake, the podcast. On this episode... They told me, make sure you're on time because obviously the film man's going to be there, he wants certain shots. So I felt really bad because I left so early as well. In the morning I was just cruising around with a coffee, with a croissant, you know, just chilling out and then I ended up being the only one late. Running with Jake, the podcast. Because every runner needs the occasional plot and here's your host, Jake Lowe. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, four. Testing, testing. Is anybody out there? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Another episode of Running with Jake, the podcast, your weekly dose of running motivation. We have an incredible show lined up for you today. But before we kick things off, I think, I feel that we ought to start with a bit of a, a listener headcount. It was pretty windy at the weekend, and I'm just a bit concerned that after the windy long runs, some of you may still be in orbit. Mm. It was pretty awful. Yeah, we lost our wheelie, Ben. You could easily lose a listener. It happens, man. It happens. I'm telling you, you, mm. you know, you laugh about this and you may be thinking, oh, come on, a head count, what's going on here? But we care about you. We care about our listeners. When I was nine years old, right, it was a really windy day and I went missing on a school trip to Kreitz Tramway Museum. That was super windy. Coincidence? I don't think so. Not a coincidence at all. It's very, very high up there. And um, there's just that lighthouse thing. Got to be careful, man. Got to be careful. Safety Got first. We actually had a pretty horrific run. Um, yes, this is your weekly dose of running motivation, but the run on <laughs> Sunday was pretty damn awful, to be fair. I'm sure lots of people, especially in the UK, listening to the show now, can relate to the seriously challenging conditions over the weekend. And Martina was not happy, man. She was not happy happy because well look we did another track run we ran 18 miles on a 400 meter running track in winchester it was just the two of us obviously there was nobody else there serious wind horizontal rain martina was a proper italian grumpy bear but in my defense it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't actually my fault oh this is a way to make her happier isn't it it, it wasn't is. she doesn't listen to the show it's fine. oh she's, marty haven't listened to the podcast oh she right won't. Yeah. she's busy she's got okay. her, her hands in animals and oh, things like that look I hope it so. wasn't my fault anyway it was today's guest fault he influenced me he influenced me. You can't blame it on Damien. You it's can't. True. I mean, I've really warmed to our guest. We spoke to him a few days ago, and what a top fella. What a top fella. He is a top guy, actually. Super, super talented. Got some really exciting plans for 2022, which you're going to hear all about on today's show. And he, he loves a bit of track running. My gosh, that's putting it lightly. And he actually holds the third best UK time ever for a 24-hour track race. 24 hours on a track and, and quite seriously that thought kept me going on Sunday I'm thinking well man if Damien can run what he's doing for like 24 hours I can just do like you know a couple of hours two hours 30 surely did you and Marty manage the two and a half we, we did we were knocking on the door of two and a half hours it was either two and a half hours or 18 miles whichever came first and it was 18 miles that came first so we called it we're like that's it we're done here our work is done it's always good to have someone to blame stuff on and Damien, he makes a perfect scapegoat, he really does. We had a great chat with him, I think it's fair to say, but there was a, a bit of initial confusion because on the screen, you know where it says the Zoom name of the person who's called, it wasn't his name, was it? So that was, there was the initial confusion because we'd never met him before, we'd never seen him before or spoken to him before. But like with a lot of the guests that we have on the podcast, we do create a bit of a relationship with them pretty quickly. We, we you know, we feel comfortable, hopefully they feel comfortable and enjoy the chat with us as, as well as 
uh, us enjoying the chat and inspiring and motivating uh, the audience, of course. But I do sense that Damien, he's he sort of... I, I Put it this way, I, I do see guests as friends very quickly. You often say this to me during our, our show <laughs> you meetings. Do. You're like, Jake, you, you latch on to guests pretty quickly. I do, I do, <laughs> do. I do. However, however, I think Damien might have beat me to it today. I, I just sense that on today's episode with the call, I, I think I think Damien views me as his best buddy now. I'll be honest, and I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, 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 and I'm jealous because I'd like Damien to view me. I don't know why he's latched on to you. Why didn't he latch on to me? Look, I'm like, come on, latch on to me. Get your own Damien. He's <laughs> and he's on the show today. For the show notes and video content, go to runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast. Running with Jake, the podcast. I have no idea how this is going to go today. We, we like to speak to guests most of the time on the Running with Jake podcast. Today's is no exception, but it's been an interesting start to the recording of said guests so far. Uh, but it does give me great pleasure to introduce today's guest. Uh, welcome to the show, Sarah Boyle. <laughs> Sa- I wasn't expecting Sarah Boyle. That's you've, you. Don't look like a Sarah. You've, that's thrown me massively. I wish. I wish I did. <laughs> that's obviously your weekend name. It's got to be a weekend name. Be honest, Damien. Have you stolen that laptop from a coffee shop? <laughs> or, or do we? Or do we actually know Sarah Boyle? Yeah, she's my she's my girlfriend. Oh, good. thank God for that! Um, oh, right, I was sweating there. Yeah, yeah. We, we've Damien. never recorded a podcast on stolen property before, so we do have to check all the uh, all the small print before we start. Obviously, I couldn't steal anything anyway because I'm now I'm an ultra. I'm too slight. They'll catch me. <laughs> oh man, there is that. There is that. You need some sprint training. Well. <laughs> Look, you you don't look like a Sarah. You look like a Damien. It's great to chat to you on the show. We've already had issues with the hair and stuff. You were a bit worried about that, weren't you? I know you wanted just to, you've got to look the part. It is a podcast. I was really worried. <laughs> and you look you look great anyway. We're going to stick you on the cover of the episode. <laughs> You'll be fine. Listen, it's great to chat to you and have you on the show, Damien. We've never spoken. We've exchanged a couple of messages. And I knew straight away, I had a, a genuine feeling. I thought, we're going to have a good chat on the show today. You just sounded up for it. I know you've got some super exciting plans this year. I mean, it's a bit bonkers for you, isn't it? 2022. So let's just go back to the start. You're an, you're an ultra marathon runner. That is your thing, the long distance. I know you like working hard. I know that. I'm going to ask you a bit about that. But you've just been signed up to Team Hour 7, which is a new team, right? What's that all about? Do you know what? I actually don't really know. <laughs> 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 um, oh, no, no, all, all jokes aside, yeah, I just signed the contract and I was like, it sounds great, it's about running, there's got some great athletes, great managers behind it, I don't care what they get me to do, I'm, I'm signing. I mean, you're just so up for it, aren't you? I mean, this is, this is a team. I love it. This is a new team, isn't it? Yeah, it's a team um, like founded by some great runners themselves, they've got um, an athlete manager on board. Uh, who looked after the athletes, Robbie Britton. Former guest, And yeah. it just sounded too good opportunity to miss. It's mainly a group who's going to try and give elite Olympic-style support, world-class support, to us uh, to see where we go to in 2020. Well, 2020, 2022. Mm. 2020, 2020. <laughs> who cares? Just, you signed up now, mate. It doesn't matter what year it is. Yeah. I'm just so confused. I don't even know what year it is now. 
You've signed your life away to the agency. They own you. It doesn't matter what year it is. It, it is it is mad, though, isn't it? Because as runners, there's lots of runners that are really, really driven and really up for it. You know, kind of the club runners, the, the people that never miss the sessions are just up for it. They're up for hard work. But actually, they're real people, normal people, meaning they have lives and things going on. They don't have that kind of elite level support. And we know with elite athletes, professionals, they have the nutritionists, they have the, the psychologists to help mm. them, they have the coaches. I mean, for you to be part of that, like infrastructure must be incredible mate i mean that must be pretty overwhelming i'm really really so like overwhelmed i'm so privileged like um you know who would have thought me joining a team of that caliber and on a day-to-day basis i've just served cappuccino around poolside uh, <laughs> i mean i have a full-time job uh, i'm in the army reserve so i'm really busy and i think that what like Team Hour 7 are trying to give is the opportunity to get that extra, you know, like 2% into your performance. What do you do for a living, Damien? Where, where do you work? Obviously, you're very busy. Yes, yeah, so I work actually in, in a spa, in a hotel spa. Do you? So, that, so I mean, how do, you, how do you find the balance with the training and stuff like that? So working, obviously, in the spa, you know, still being part of, is it the Armour Reserves that you're still in, 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 involved in? So... I mean, is training easy for you? You know, we, we we mentioned Sarah, who you are not, earlier. You've got a girlfriend. You've got other things going off in your life. How do you how do you manage to find that balance and fit everything in? It is tough. Don't get me wrong. It is tough. But I think half the battle is if you love something, you just find time. I love running any, any sort of service, like whether it's treadmill, whether it's road, trail, track. So wherever I am, I've always got kit in my car and my boot. And I think that's the beauty of running. You could just stop anywhere on a service station, go for a run, uh, anything. So um, you just got you just got to make the time. And also, I think what helps as well if you've got a goal set, you could be driven in that way as well. So you always always remember the goal. Always remember like your your aims, and you think like it could be easy just to just to sack it off and go back home but if you think about the goal and what it will feel like to achieve that you know that's what makes me makes me get out there sort of thing how long have you guys been together you and Sarah if you don't mind me asking you that question oh not long at all uh, so it's literally about two months oh wow and this is obviously and like- I stole a laptop <laughs> what an interesting first day yeah. that was in Starbucks. I can just yeah, see it yeah. now. Do you, do, you, uh, do you use that laptop much? Do you? Or you uh, I can get it fixed for you. I can speed it up. Pull the memory out. <laughs> so, how does Sarah? sort of find this at the moment because I imagine it's a little bit tricky isn't it you know new relationship I've been with my girlfriend five years so if I cast my mind back to kind of two months in you know you're on best behaviour type situation you know what I mean you you don't start putting up barriers oh well actually this isn't a good thing you're out running again type thing does she kind of appear to take it in a stride is she on board with the whole thing I've known her for a couple of years now anyway through work and she's she's quite excited actually and she's so supportive she can't wait to crew me as well also as well well, actually I caught her the other day on YouTube trying to get some um, tips on how to crew uh, which I thought was quite nice yeah Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think she just knows that it's part of my life it's important isn't it to have that awareness kind of almost from day one really look this is the situation this is who I am this is what I am this is where I'm going it's exciting it's great that Sarah's up for that and stuff and and like you say catching her I mean you could have caught her looking at worse stuff to be fair mate so the fact she's looking at how to crew you is pretty <laughs> we'll take that won't we that's yeah, pretty that's damn a pos- awesome that's a positive and, and, and tell me a little bit about 
crewing, as it were, the term used? Because as people listen to this, perhaps don't do the ultramarathons, it's a whole new world for them. What, what does crewing really mean? And, and you know, you can, you can gloss over some of the perhaps uh, uh, rough bits, if you like, in case Sarah doesn't listen to this. My coach has always said that crewing is probably harder than actually running itself. I mean, there's all different types of, you know, crewing for like 50k, you know, even people, even like helping out for marathons, you know, it's all part of it. And as a runner, and me personally, I just love, I just love the morale, the adventure together. In a way, it's also as well, like the nutrition side, you need to be spot on and you more or less your care is in their hands because after, say, 16 hours, you don't even know what you're doing half the time. Um, and you could like refuse food, refuse drinks. So it's important for the crew just to say, right, this is what you need, get it down. Mm. I find it's just um, having a companion on your journey. And then afterwards, you go out and celebrate. Mm. <laughs> if you can walk. <laughs> if you can walk. Well, I've seen some of your photos yeah. on Instagram. You, you've um, there's, some, there's some interesting interesting images, let's put it that way. You don't look so great after one or two of those races. You clearly <laughs> left it all out there, didn't you? T- t- tell me about the Crawley 24-hour race. I mean, I looked at the image and I was like, man, I feel for this guy. I hope he's okay. Crawley was just a magical race. It was my second track 24. So that's where you literally um, run on a track for 24 hours and you aim to cover as much distance as you can in that time. Yeah, so I'll, I'll try and tell people it's like a hamster on a wheel, just going round and round and round. For me, it's just pure running. There's no, like, elevation you got to worry about. It's just you on the track with the rest of rest of the runners and... It, it does bring all the runners together. You, you're like a little family on that track. I think that's what ultra running is about, is the community as well. Because even like other runners support crew are supporting you as well. And I, I went into that race hoping to try and get a GB qualifying time. But with 24-hour running so long and anything can happen, so I had to stay like grounded every hour. You know, I have to tell myself, yeah, I'm going well now, but it could all change. So I just... Don't take that for granted. Everything fell into place. My crew was great. I just felt like invincible uh, until the last half an hour and then I just ended up collapsing. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's not bad to run a pretty decent 23 and a half hours and then felt a bit ropey in the uh, last 30 minutes. Could have could have called it, to be honest. Could have called it. I mean, this is like an example of how I love like ultra running and support and your mates joining you. Like Even after that happened... Um, I couldn't drive my car back to the hotel. Mm. Thing is with me, I, I love to party hard, so I booked a nice little spa <laughs> hotel, you know, all that sort of thing. You know, get all the cocktails ready and stuff like <laughs> I that. that. Uh, and I couldn't drive my car, so my mate decided to obviously take me back. And just, we have so much banter and stuff like that. He actually, because he knew that I couldn't walk, he parked around the back of the hotel and filmed me walking into the hotel. <laughs> Just to make me walk that a, a couple of extra hundred <laughs> hundred yards. That's what I love about ultra running. It's part of like your life. You get your friends along. You know, you get your missus along, and it's just you can have a laugh about it as Damo, well. Damo, do you know what? As a non-running guy, yeah, I'm on a running podcast, but I'm very much a non-running guy. You do realise you can have banter around other things but without doing the twenty-four hour run. You you could just <laughs> you know you could just like go down the darts, <laughs> watch the darts, have a few beers. Have some banter with your mates, not be able to walk at the end of the time. That works as well. Actually, I never thought about that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Light bulb moment. The thing is, Damien, I knew the kind of guy we were going to be speaking to today when I saw on... This is a, this is actually on the Team Hour 7 
website. Obviously, they're doing, which we'll link in the show notes, by the way, if people want to go and check this out, which is runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast. So, Team Hour 7, obviously, they're profiling the, the runners, you guys. Uh, and I saw there was a bit of a photo shoot I want to ask you about, actually, in uh, Cheddar Gorge, which is my old hunting ground, which has brought back a lot of memories. And they're profiling you, and he said um, some quotes from you. I can't wait to get on that track and suffer. Anything that hurts. Uh, <laughs> what is it about punishing yourself and really kind of putting yourself out there and, and in really uncomfortable situations? Now, that sounds like a pretty obvious question to ask somebody that does 24-hour races like yourself. But one of the reasons I ask this is because clearly you like to have a bit of fun. You've said yourself, I got that impression on the messages mm. we sent. You know, I'm sure you are great fun to be around as well. I'm sure you are a great athlete for crew members to support. I have no doubt of that and come and watch you do these things on the track. But obviously this matters to you as well. Surely there must be a degree of seriousness here, otherwise you wouldn't be part of this team and you wouldn't put yourself in this. So what is it, my question is, what is it about really pushing yourself, first of all, that really appeals to you? And also, how do you strike the balance between having fun with it, you know, and having a laugh with it? Does that help you in those dark moments? That's a hard one, really. I think, first of all, ever since, I mean, ever since I left the army... I still regret that now, um, leaving the army. I think I left a little bit too, you know, too soon. Um, I'd done a tour of Iraq and then more or less I left straight away after that. And that's why I more or less got back in the reserves now because I've, I've just missed that challenge. And um, I just feel like if I don't suffer, I haven't pushed myself to the limit, if that makes sense. And I quite enjoy it. It's... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I just, I just feel like I have to get into that that place, um, and it just feels a sense of achievement, you know. And it's, it's like you said, it's a venture as well to get in there. I mean, I remember one time when I was on a, an FKT, I, I had um, some hallucinations. That was quite an experience. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it was, weird. and it was weird because it was um, who's that Cuban guy, Shay. Shake yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the, the revolutionist chap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually seen his face in a puddle on the floor. No. <laughs> and yeah, and I, and I jumped over it like screaming like a girl. And uh, and at the time, I had this I had this guy pace me. It was for, for the night, and uh, he was like, "You all right, Dame? Are you all right?" I was like, "I was like shocked at first, and like, it took me like a couple of minutes to actually just share the story with him." And he was like, "You a nutter." <laughs> What what the hell's going on with you? Um, but yeah, so I love a challenge. I think it's probably come from my military background. To get the best out of me, I think that I have to be myself. And that's why I have a laugh, I have a joke. Uh, but obviously behind that, I, I am very, very serious about my running. But I think to bring the best out of me, I don't want to change, change myself too much. Um, so like sometimes before a race... Um, instead of like worrying about who I'm up against, um, am I going to you know do well? What I'm going to be eating in the morning, etc. All that. I think about that, write it down. You know what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, get it sorted, get it ready, and then put it to bed, yeah. and then go away and have a mojito. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you know, I, I, re I really, really get that, actually. And I love what you said there about, you know, you've got to be yourself to get the best out of you. I think that's really, that's a key question to ask 
ourselves, mm. for everybody listening to this, really. How can I perform at my best? Who do I need to be? Who am I? And that sounds a little bit deep, but I think that's really key. So as a coach, and as I'm sh- and I'm sure it's the case for Robbie Britton, who I want to ask you about. I know he's he's coaching you now uh, as a as a sort of new new um, new relationship you're building. Uh, it's really important that I understand my runners, what they respond well to, and perhaps not so well, and I need to adjust accordingly. Does that make some sense? Because we are all different, and some people want to have a laugh and want to have a mojito before a race, and I do get that, whereas other people don't, and they just need to go into their zone, you know. And a great example, and an obvious example we can all relate to, or we're all aware of, is Usain Bolt, you know, larking about on the starting line of the Olympic final. I mean, do you think he's serious on the inside? I reckon he probably is. Does he really care about what he's doing? I think the answer is probably yes isn't it so I, I i completely and utterly get that and i really appreciate you, you you sharing that with us today i just want to pick up on something you said earlier about the your sort of military background and you, you start to open up there and i really appreciate that mentioning regretting leaving the army you know perhaps left a little bit too soon if it's okay to ask you about this what is it that you regret about that and why do you think that you left too soon yeah i mean this is you know quite a quite an emotional topic for me really um so I joined the Army College when I was 16. By the way, this is only with your your permission, Damien, if it's okay to ask you this, of course, just to, just to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'll, I'll try not to break down and cry on you guys. <laughs> uh, but no, no. Um, so, yeah, so I joined the Army College when I was 16. Um, went, went to Iraq in 2003. And I think that just taught me just that life is too short. Um, and you know you got to enjoy yourself. You got to, you know you you got to stay true to yourself, and you got to really respect everybody. And you know when you when you encounter people, when you cross paths with people, you know you got to realize you know they might be happy, you know, you know on the on face value, but you never know what's what's going what they're going through behind the scenes, etc. And that so. For me, I always try and like, you know, leave a nice sense of feeling, you know, like being polite, you know, all that sort of thing. I know it sounds a bit cheesy in that, but you know, you you don't you don't know what's you know, what's happening in people's lives and that. And I just think, you know, life is too short. You gotta make you know, you gotta make your presence count, sort of thing. So uh, yeah, so anyway, yes, yeah, so I, I I left the army for a lot of reasons, really. Um, you, I still didn't understand. Um, I, I've had some therapy sessions, really, to get my head around it. But ever since I've left, I've really struggled for myself in a, in the self of what what is my purpose, mm-hmm. and I found that in running, and it's, it's it is like my medication. You know, I go out for a run, and it just, just, just brings me back, grounds me, um, and then that's really where my running career set off, really. Um, and I've always thought, do I rejoin? And as you know, time just flies, and before you know it, I'm in my thirties, uh, and it's just like, well, I've got a family, I've got a little boy, so I can't really join up full time anymore because I'll miss him so much so I think the Army Reserves is like the perfect opportunity because I feel like not only let myself down but I felt I left let like the Army down because I feel that that's the only thing I'm really good at (laughs) I know it sounds strange in that but 
that's what I feel like I'm in, you know, I'm only good at that. So yes, I rejoined and hopefully this year will be a big year for me in, in the terms of, you know, the Amber Reserves. Um, that's it, really. <laughs> well, I mean, in this short conversation that we're having on the on the podcast, obviously, as, as we said the first time we've spoken, it's quite clear there's so many different layers to you, Damien. We could we could talk for hours. <laughs> do you know that how do you know how I came into contact with you? How why we we were having this chat now? Do you know what the introduction was? No, you probably see my ugly mug running somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah, very ugly, mate. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I'd put a bag over your head if I were you. Really? Come I mean, on, Damien, you're beautiful and your hair is nice. Let's not. I, let's I not don't go understand there. why. Oh, okay. I don't understand why Team Hour Seven thought it'd be a good idea to sign you up. I mean, you look awful on the photos, honestly. My gosh. And, all, and also, do, do you know what I've done this morning as well? I actually uh, stole my missus's like face cream. Oh, nice. Did it's you? Quite, nice. There's nothing wrong with that. And it, what's more, it makes you smell nice all day, doesn't it? I love that stuff. Look, oh, yeah, it's nice. yeah. you, you and oh, I good. completely get the score. I use Martina's face cream all the time. It's just can't be done. Look, you need soft skin. What is wrong with that? Ooh. There's nothing wrong with that. Look, I'll tell you how I know about you. One of my runners, Sarah, actually dropped me a message and said, oh, I just thought I'd um, send you this in case you were interested in having a chat with, with this guy on the show, Damien. He's from my town and super supportive of the runners in the local group. And we, we exchanged a few messages and stuff like that. And I thought, wow. And she spoke with passion about Aww. that, you know. like So you obviously make... You've obviously got a very good name for yourself, Damien. It's all kind of... It's all making sense now, you know, with you. And again, I really appreciate you opening up and sharing your story and a bit of your background. And, and clearly you, you care about... You found your purpose. You really love running. That's obvious. You want to achieve your own stuff. But you also want to have fun doing it and help other people i messaged robbie britain who i'm going to ask you about who is the uh your, your new coach i believe who's been on the show great guy i mean he's a top runner isn't he you know and now a top coach and i just sent him a message just to say hey yeah how you doing over there he's in italy isn't he and i said oh we've got one of your runners on today i'm having a chat with him damien i just thought i'd you know mention it and he sent me back nice one dude damo's a lovely bloke enjoy you know, this is this is good. This is this is positive stuff, and I wanted to share that with you. Listen, tell me about oh, uh, Robbie you. because I know he's a bit of a well, he's a bit of a superstar, and I know you were a bit of a fan. You stalked him a few years ago. Just admit it. I know you did. We all know you did. <laughs> what happened there? Do you know what? I don't even know where to start. Really. Um, start with a laptop. He's... Start with his laptop if you like. <laughs> oh god. So um, I've always been a massive fan of him as a, as an athlete. Originally, I, I started with, you know, 10Ks, half marathons and bits like that were through my running club, uh, Coventry. Uh, so many, like, famous, like, people run there and it's just, like, overwhelming. I just, I just, I just love being a part of a team as well, environment. And then, as you do, you know, I got injured and I felt like, running at a top end speed like for training for a half marathon was a bit too much for the little niggles I was having at the time so I was I was just googling like challenges because I love challenges and then I found like an off-road 24-hour race which I did um surprising enough I passed out and got all the ambulance crew there but like <laughs> I just thought to myself how far can I go like on a on a on a, a flat course because that was obviously off road and stuff like that. So I just go googling YouTube and that's when I come across uh, Robbie Britton. Uh, I just looked and I was like, this guy is this guy is insane. You know, he does mountain running. He, he you know he's quick. Um, yeah, and 
Uh, cut long story short, yeah, I was just stalking him. Um, <laughs> and then I found out that he, you know, he got a medal for Team GB in the European and World Championships. He, he was just like a god in in twenty four hour running. Um, and then one year I went to Chamonix and a bit of time off, a bit of camping, just trying to get used to like the mountains because as I. You know, as you know, I live in England on the flat. I noticed he lived out there, so I just like reached out, and it just shows you how a top bloke he is as well. It was like, oh, hi, hi, Damo, yeah, you know, because he only you know me really from like the race results scene, really. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm here, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, of course we'll meet. We'll go out for a little run, and I just met, and then we had a run together, and it was just like. I'm actually running with Robbie Britton. I, you know, I felt embarrassed because I was going to get my notebook out for asking for his autograph and stuff like that. But I thought, no, I'll, I'll leave him alone, you know, stuff like that. Ever since then, he's gone from strength to strength. He's just, he just knows so much knowledge and he's continuing his learning as well. That's what, that's the beauty. Like, he will just say that, you know, I don't know everything. I'm still learning himself. But to me, he's just a fountain of knowledge about everything in running sense. He's obviously a world-class coach. Some of his athletes he coaches are just throwing out some great results, great performances. And I was just like, oh, I would love to be coached by him. And now, obviously, Team team Hour 7 come along and just give me the opportunity to link up with him. And he decided that he probably needs a challenge because I'm a loose cannon. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so he decided, obviously, you know, he agreed and, you know, we more or less started yesterday. Uh, so it's early days. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's so exciting. And- this is proper breaking news. This is good. This is a real exclusive on the podcast. We like this. Yeah. And I can see quite clearly why it is a good fit, you and Robbie Britton. I can see why you would get on so well because he's, he's a good character as well and I mean that in a very complimentary way. He was a great fun on the show, super passionate and knowledgeable about especially 24-hour running. That's his real mm. bag, isn't it? That's what he's really interested in. So it's massively exciting times. Listen, what's the big goal then? Where are you heading now? Obviously, you're part of this team, Team Hour 7. You've got Robbie Britton on board. You've got an awesome uh, team around you. You've found your purpose. You've got Sarah supporting you. What's the goal? What, what, what are you targeting this year? My goal is to hopefully get my first uh, GB vest in 24-hour running. I've still obviously got a not take anything for granted. I just want to do the best I can and try and improve. Um, but that would be a dream come true to represent, you know, Great Britain. Um, if if I get an opportunity, I will try and do everything I can to do well for the team. Because ultra running, yes, it's, 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 a lot of people think it's an individual sport, but it's also a team. I think in a team environment, it will just help you so much because you're not just doing it for yourself you're doing it for the team there's a lot more purpose a lot more also a lot more pressure which I, I, I love pressure if you haven't got pressure or you don't feel a bit nervous going into a race or or even train session you know it, it lights my fire you know it, it really does and uh, so that's that's the goal um but again i love to do any races um so me and robbie's had a little chat trying to do some little races building up to the bigger races um but yes, yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. 
for people that don't know, what have you got to do to get a GB vest? I mean, you know, I guess one option, we'll call it plan B, is to pop to a local pawn shop and see, you know, you never know, you look GB vest for a laptop. Could <laughs> could work out, could work out, you could, you look could be in. But we'll call that plan B. What's plan A? How have you, how, what have you got to do to get a GB vest? Do you know what? I don't actually know. <laughs> you, pro- you probably want to Google um, it, mate. Or, or get Sarah to. She's great on YouTube. Yeah, so get Sarah on it. I don't know. She's case. not She'll got a laptop anymore, so maybe not. Oh, bugger. Yeah. This is not working well, is it? This is not working out well at all. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, all, 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 all I know is you just got to run around for 24 hours to cover as much distance as you can. There is obviously um, a distance that you have to get. And do you know what? I don't actually know, which is quite embarrassing, really. Well, it's probably going to be pretty challenging, isn't it? I'll give it a quick Google search for you, mate. We're all about helping people. <laughs> oh, thank shows, you, yeah. You, yeah. Um, if you are listening to this right now, maybe you're in the car on your way to work or maybe you're having a little run, just hang fire, talk amongst yourselves. I'm just having a little look here. See, uh, uh, ooh, qualifying. Here we go. 24-hour race. Oh, uh, I think you've got to cover... Uh, at least 180 kilometres. Okay. <laughs> no, or maybe I've wrong. got that wrong. That's no, it. I've got that wrong. Have, no, cancel that. Have. Sorry. I think it's roughly about 150 miles, roughly. If anybody's listening to this and knows, <laughs> could you just let us know? Drop us an email, please. That'd be really helpful. Yeah. Look, like Robbie Britton, we don't profess to know everything about running. Um, yeah. And our top athlete guest here doesn't know either, so he really wants, he really wants a GB vest. So you might, you might if have you to... Could uh, just, Edit this bit. No, no, don't edit stuff, mate. God, that's too much work. <laughs> but the thing is, my job is just to run. Yeah, that is true. That is very... And mojitos. You forgot the mojitos. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head yeah, of mojitos yeah. and yeah. running. Um, the, listen, just tell me about the um, the, the meet-up. I'm interested, because obviously I mentioned Cheddar Gorge. You, you had the rate, mm. the uh, the photos with the new team, which I saw, Team Hour 7. Those photos and videos looked amazing, by the way. Was that the first time that you met your teammates, your new teammates? Uh, as, a, as a team, yes. Uh, I've met a couple of them in races and training before, but that was like their first official meet. And it was great because there's obviously, as you know, on the on the lineup, there is some top, top athletes in there, some runners. Uh, they're all from different backgrounds as well, which is great. And I think that's one of the beauty of uh, Team Hour 7 is we could all bring something to the team. Also, as well, won that Cheddar Gorge meeting. It was quite embarrassing as well. Why? Um, Why? Because I was late. <laughs> I used my car sat nav <laughs> and I was, like, at the other side of the gorge. I ended up in, like... This guy's farm, and he wasn't happy, and he refused to give me directions, and more or less just shoving me out of his farm area. But the best thing is, Moff sat now redirected me back into his farm about ten minutes later. And at this point, yeah, at this point, I tried to use my phone sat nav to get back to the thing because I had no signal. Then I panicked and I was trying to ring um, like the team up. And also the best thing is my car was flashing because I was running out of petrol because I'd been going around for about half an hour. <laughs> and then I finally got to a petrol station, filled up, went inside the petrol station, rang, would you believe, Robbie Britton up. And he said, the first thing he says is, Damo, you do know you've just rang team WhatsApp group, uh, not just me directly. I was like, oh, jeez, I don't know how it works. Uh, I said, I just, can you, can you help me? I'm, I'm, you know, I can't get to there. And because they, they told me, make sure you're on time because obviously, the, you know, the film man's going to be there. He wants certain shots, you know. Oh. So I felt really bad because I left so early as well. I just, oh, in the morning, I was just cruising around with a coffee, with a croissant, you know, just chilling out, and then I ended up being the only one late. 
Um, anyway, so I, I said, Robbie, can you help me? He was like, right, okay, oh. drop me a pin where you are on your location. So I dropped the pin. He was like, right, okay, I know where you are. I was like, great. He was like, right, go down to that bar. I said, can you stay on the line? He was like, yeah, I'll stay on the line for you, you know. And then, um, so we was driving. I said, oh, I can't wait. I said, also as well, can, can you do me a favour? When I get near, can you come out your car to wave me down? Um, and he was like, Damo, what are you on about? I'm in Italy. <laughs> so I was like, so I was like, so this is embarrassing. So not only I'm late, I got lost, ran out of petrol, I'm getting directed by somebody who's not even in the country. Got there, of course I felt embarrassed. So I said, oh, sorry, sorry team and all that sort of thing. So I got all my kit on, what they wanted me to wear and got a backpack and that. Because we had to start like, take some warm clothes because we was climbing a little bit to like the, you know, the cliff edge sort of thing where the photos were took. We was travelling for about 10 minutes and all of a sudden I was like, oh no. And they turned around and goes, oh, I was like, I think I've left my wallet, my car keys and my phone outside my car. So there was like, you've got to go back. I was like, and I, I felt so bad. I was like, no, just just leave it. I didn't care. They were like, no, you can't leave your car keys, your phone, your wallet. So I was like, okay, do you mind? So I had to run all the way back to the, and would you believe it? They were all still there. Bought my car tire, so I sorted all that out. Oh, I'm so happy! Oh, no. I'm so happy. There's a good end yeah, to the story. Yeah. I was worried yeah. for I mean, you. All I mean, all I was, I was thinking, I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna pay for the hotel. Look, it's good to stand out. It's good to be memorable. And when you meet new people, they mean you need to stand out, don't you? We we know about that, and clearly I think you did that. Good job. Yeah. yeah so so that was that was all that. And then thank God, the rest of the day was was fine. Uh, it was it it was oh, it was brilliant. Oh. Yeah. Um, what can I say? It's going to be an amazing year for you. I can't wait to track your progress. It's going to be wicked. Uh, obviously, you're on Instagram. What's your Instagram account? We're going to link it in the show notes page. Do you know that? Do you know your Instagram I'm, account? I'm, or do you I might to... have to Google it. I've got it here. So if you do want to follow Damien, I, I, why would you want to follow him? I don't know. But if you do want to follow Damien, go and follow Damien. It's Damo Carr, D-A-M-O-C-A-R-R-83. On Instagram, we will link that in the show notes page. You know it by now. It's runningwithjake.com forward slash podcast. Damien, we're definitely going to get you back on the show purely for entertainment value, not about running. It's just like your mates. They're like, oh, see if Damo's free. But get him out. Get him out. He's he provides the entertainment. I think it's like <laughs> if your life is just shit and crap, just bring me along, and then then you think actually my life is quite good. There's a business opportunity <laughs> if ever I've heard one. Damo for hire. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. We will. Absolutely get you back on the show and see how things are going. I have no doubt you will bag that 24-hour GB vest. Good luck oh, with no, that. Thank you. I do have one last question for you. And I'm actually... Normally guests... Uh, we ask all our guests this question, uh, Damien, and, and, and normally they're a little bit nervous about the question. Some of them know it's coming, some of them don't. But on this occasion, I'm actually quite nervous about your response to this question, but we're going <laughs> to give it a go anyway. Sod it. We've come this far. <laughs> I'm, I'm in way too deep now, so here we go. Damien, this is your weekly dose of running motivation. What does the word motivation mean to you? Bloody hell, that's a bit, that's a bit, uh... We've got him. I knew we'd get him at some point. Yeah, that is, that is quite emotional, that is. Um, um... Have a think, mate, have a think. Take your time. Simplify simplify the question. Simplify the question? (laughs) 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 What... Um, oh god! What is it? Just like, why do I get out one run? Look, I'm not even bothered anymore. Listen, have a great rest of the day. We'll catch up soon. <laughs> Cheers, thank you. 
Running with Jake, the podcast. And that call marked the start of our beautiful relationship. Absolutely. I mean, you've received some voice messages, right? <laughs> Just, like, the following day, by the way. So we'd recorded the call. Uh, I think it was on the Tuesday we recorded the call. On the Wednesday, I got this. Hey, good morning, Jakey! <laughs> Woo! Have a good day! He, he's up for it. He is. <laughs> he is up for it, clearly, yes. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> What's he doing? It's normally it's normally me sending the motivational voice messages and I'm on the receiving end now. This is a bizarre situation to find myself in, but I'm actually quite enjoying it. In fact, I mentioned at the start of the show that it was Damien's fault, so the guest today was his fault, that I made slash encouraged Martina to run in the wind and the rain on the track for 18 miles. And I wasn't going to do it. I was like, oh, do we do it? What do we do? Do we run on the treadmill, sack it off? I actually put it on Instagram saying that undecided what to do. And that's when I received another message from Damien. <laughs> Sunday, Jakey boy, Sunday, long run, hope you're well, you can do this, buddy. <laughs> I think he does dance on his own, I really do. I, I... In my mind, you see, he's not dancing on his own at all. In my mind, um, you know, he mentioned that he likes mojitos and he, he works around a pool. In my mind, he's actually at a pool party in the Hollywood Hills um, wearing just a pair of shorts. And he's he's got some like a big drink with umbrellas in it, and and that's what's going on there. I don't. Where where was he? Where is he? Where, is he always at a party? I, I have no idea. It certainly sounds like it, but the, the the problem is it's not ended that. I'm getting these every single day now. I wake up to a message from Damien. I'm just a bit concerned he's going to start his own podcast. Go one better. Your daily dose of running motivation. <laughs> I'm just concerned he's going to nick your laptop. And now it's time to take another one of your questions. It is hashtag AskJake. And today's question comes from Victoria, who asks, do I need to warm up for easy runs? Victoria, can you simplify the question? <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> just give her the answer. I would say yes, absolutely. Because I'm convinced, Victoria, that the slower you set off at the start of an easy run the better the run will feel once you get into the bulk of it. And it's really about what does that warm-up need to consist of? Because obviously, by definition, the easy run is easy, right? So you're not working particularly hard. Therefore, the warm-up doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be long and drawn out. Just simply getting out there for, for, five, for a five-minute brisk walk before you even start the session can really help to promote blood flow and get you feeling good. Or if you don't have time for that, just make sure you set off super, super slow, like a real plod slash jog for a few minutes before you then break into your regular easy pace. I hope that helps. If you've got a question, it's hashtag AskJake, or you can drop me an email at podcast at runningwithjake.com. This has been your weekly dose of running motivation. A massive thank you to today's guest, Damien Carr, for joining us on the show. If you would like to motivate myself or Pete, then you can do that. Just feel free to drop us a message, any kind of audio message you like, on a daily, hourly basis. We're always up for being motivated. <laughs> Whatever runs you've got planned this week, I hope you get favourable conditions. Have a good one. We shall be back next week. Oh, and one more thing. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the next best time is now. Now.